starting off intro straight away, yeah? With me, Alex. Calvin. Pops. And Space 2. Today, today. Very special guest, very special guest, yeah? Would you like to introduce yourself? What's going on, guys? Um, I go by the name of Blackman the Traveller, but my real name's Amir. Okay, okay, okay. This one's been in the works for a minute. I think we, we did try plan something a while ago. Yeah. It never came off too tough. That's the one's there, man. That's the one's there. But how's everyone's week been, man? It's the start of it. It's the start of it. So, you know what? Like, two weeks and we've seen each other on that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Space, where's the music coming? Ah, oh, don't get on to me, man. It's coming, <laughs> isn't it? It's coming. Leave me alone. Yeah, when's, when's your bars dropping? You've been talking, huh? you've been talking about dropping bars for I'm years. Retired from the rap games. You're retired, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before you even started. <laughs> well, I, I That's not like, how it works. Bro, I, I listen, I heard Donda, I was like, you know, it's alright still. I'm good. Okay. I'm alright. What? Is that how you feel about Donda? Yeah. I think I'm Donda over C of you. What's everyone else saying? Uh, I think it's too early to speak. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's too early to speak, but my thing is. Um, I just ain't really been taking a mini like that. Do you know what I mean? They're both mm-hmm. very long projects. So I'm not in the mind state for it. But obviously the production on Donda's going to be a different level. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah, that's alright, man. Literally just been networking, staying positive. And thank you for letting me come on your podcast, guys. I appreciate it, man. That's cool, man. It's thank cool. you for making time for us. No, that's alright, bro. Yeah. Networking, obviously you guys are young black kings and I think we should all network together put yeah. the egos aside it's all about networking so everyone can grow so yeah. that's exactly what I'm about cool man so like what's a what's a day to day for you day to day fuck my day to day life is basically um, finding out new ways to make raw authentic content because mm. that's what I specialise in so that's my day to day thing what's, um, what's that process like the process yeah in terms of what like you say like trying to find out how to do it like how do you like do you Draw on inspiration. So like. basically, um, I'll be honest with you, like the only person that it's going to sound a bit weird, a bit rude, like my mum obviously inspires me, but the only person that pop inspires me is the person that died two years ago, is Nipsey Hussle. Just by the way he's, his journey mm-hmm. and the way he came up to be a successful person, not just a successful person, but a leader, you know what I mean? Um, a family member and someone to inspire his neighbourhood. So when you got someone like him in another part of the world in America, we don't have someone like that in the UK in terms of, you know, putting stuff in the community, empowering, you know, the local people. So I'm trying to do something like that, but just through travelling, if that makes sense. Because okay. I think travelling opens people's eyes and mindset at the same time. Mm-hmm. So to get, to answer your question, to get new content, I'm always looking into certain stuff that a person of colour has not done or a person of colour wouldn't do. When I mean a person of colour, that represents people like us, black people, Asian people, mixed race, whatever. So... That's okay. my daily uh, yeah, thing yeah. to find new content, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. So, what would you like say your like occupation or or yeah, someone else? Like, what would you do? So basically, I I work in hospitality. So mm-hmm. I work in the kitchen as a chef in one restaurant. But that's not that's my occupation for now. Okay. But yeah. what I want to do full time is travel around the world. Not every country, but to certain countries where people of color wouldn't go to, or countries that the media will portray in a negative way. Yeah. So that I want that to be my full time occupation, yeah. but at the same time, also I got a podcast as well. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but um, the podcast is basically to put, let's say, people like you, young entrepreneurs, that don't get the recognition that they deserve. So let's say, for example, your platform 
it's not that big. But then as a platform that's really big, let's say for example, I don't know, like maybe like Free Shots Tequila or Nighty's Baby or Chucky, mm. then people there, big up them, they're already established, but people like us, we're not there, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I'll make you guys come on my platform, speak about what your podcast is about, what you guys are, mm. for you people to inspire the youth then. Because at the end of the day, the reason why I made a podcast is because people like us, we're the next ones to suck, if that makes sense. Mm. People like, them people that I've already mentioned before, they're already established, mm. but we're coming up. But the way to come up, you have to network with the people, you know, with, with other people. So that's why I started a podcast as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't want to go into like the first one. Uh, yeah. Well, if anything, I think um, just before that, even. Yeah. Um, I did um, ch- um, check out your page actually. I think yeah. you, there was like a little clip where you were giving a little brief of like your background, where you're from. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be um, if you could just give us a little, just like a little snippet of like you yeah. as a person and before. Yeah even the traveling and before like, working as a chef. And that, like. So basically, um, my mom is from Uganda. My father's half Tanzania, half Rwanda, so big up them, East Africa. And I'll just, I'm just, I'm, I'm born and raised in Newham in East London. That's usually where I'm from. That's all I know in Newham. So um, yeah, I'm born and raised in Newham. I'll break it down, but I don't want to give too much information. I was hanging around with the wrong people. And then um, I got caught up in certain situations about life. Um, I skipped death numerous, numerous amount of times. Um, I got stabbed twice. And then, yeah, man, <laughs> Newham ain't no joke, bro. Um, and then, um, obviously, when that was happening, I met my partner randomly when I went to America in 2000, 2014. So I flew out to America with my cousin just, just, to, just to escape life. So um, when I went there, I literally just uh, flew out there just to, underst- like, just to see life in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And then, um, obviously, I met my partner, whatever, bam, 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 came back to England. And then um, I was going through certain issues with um, certain people in different areas of where I'm from. So I thought, okay, I need to change my perspective about life. And then I just left the country in 2017. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Long, yeah, yeah. So Where I- did you um, leave to? I went to Australia for two years, bro. Okay. Yeah. Oh, How was that? <sighs> was spiders in there. Yeah, <laughs> Australia, you know what? I went there, I'll tell you a story. I didn't even go there with a lot of money. Mm. Because uh, to go basically Australia, they do working visas, but not a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I had three choices, uh, Australia, Canada, New Zealand. Yeah. So the reason why I chose those three, because they're far from Europe and no one can catch me. I know it sounds a bit silly. <laughs> yeah, no one can catch me. But no one's going to book a flight to yeah, go yeah, and yeah, yeah. do... Right there, don't go there. <laughs> so I went there, but um, you need to have, I think, £3,000. I must have had like maybe £2,000, £1,500 in my, in my mm. bank. And then for two weeks, uh, we couldn't get a job. So I flew out. So basically I flew from London to Argentina because my partner's from, from South America. Okay. From South America, we, we met a family, wherever. And I flew out to America, America to Australia. It took me two days to get there. Mm. So within the first two weeks, we went to Sydney. Couldn't get a job, nothing. The racial discrimination was deep. People just looking at me like this. Like, yeah. like Most of Australians are racist. That's from my two years experience yeah. living there. But some of them are open-minded. So when I was there for for the first two weeks, it was just like, oof, like it was hard looking for a job, whatever, bam, bam, bang. Is this like central Sydney or like? Um, I stayed in the East. So I was not far from Bondi, um, near the beach, yeah. Okay. So okay. I stayed around there. And then, um, yeah, man, then I got a job after three weeks. Mm. I started to understand the Australian lifestyle. Um, and then, yeah, man, we've been tears in Australia. That's, that's, that was the birth of Black Men the Traveler, Australia itself, the country. Because I met people from all over the, around the world. And then I lived in a farm for almost one and a half years over there. Okay. Boy. Yeah. All right. So what were you doing on the farm? 
I was picking watermelons. It sounds weird. Yeah, I was picking watermelons. I was, I was picking um, cucumbers, zucchinis, carrots, straw, you name it. I was picking All right, it. So you're living there and working there? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get paid to work in a farm as well. Yeah. But um, I've seen crazy stuff, bro. I've seen snakes go past my foot. Yeah. I've seen uh, spiders. I've killed a brown snake with my hand. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Australia's dangerous, man. Yeah. I can't lie. I see all the pictures and I'm just like, yeah. Don't know if it's worth it. Is this it. a real place? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you, you guys should go, man. You guys should go. I've seen like a, what is it? I think it was a eagle or something or a bird come down and then get eaten by a spider. It, in Australia? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was always very viral. People were like, right, I'm not going to Australia. <laughs> yeah. like, like. You know, it's true. Anything in Australia can kill you. Okay. It's what, what, like, what people say, yeah. Like, bro, like the smallest spider, like, even if it's a spider, you think, oh, that's not going to do nothing. Bro, one bite, collapse, you're gone. So you got to, <laughs> yeah, Australia's like, um, it's, it's a crazy country, bro. Yeah, you got to be careful, man. But it's beautiful. Overall, it's beautiful. So following your journey, so yeah. after Australia, did you go straight to back to the UK or did you? No, nah, so what happened is um, I left 2017. I got to Australia in 2018, January, because I spent a month in Argentina. Yeah. So I spent two years straight. I was trying to find myself about life, you know. Um, I didn't want to come back to London, to be honest with you, because I thought London, London's a shithole, you know. Surface way, but London, you know, it's... I can this Okay, fine, yeah. yeah. So basically, like, like, London's a shithole, like, I don't want to stay here. And then um, within the first year, there was a girl, shout Loretta, but I'll probably said this in so many podcasts, she actually kept on DMing me on, on, um, on um, Instagram. Mm. And she was like, oh, um, why don't you start a YouTube channel? You know, um, you should travel. You should travel around the world and start a YouTube channel. So I was like, you know, I'm not too sure. And then she was like, oh no, you should do it because obviously you're the first black guy that's living out there in Australia, and you're the, and you're the first black guy that's traveling to certain countries that we don't do. Yeah. Maybe you can make some money. Maybe you can make history. So I just ignored it. And I told my partner, and my partner's like, mm, check it out if you want to. Mm. So I must have typed um, black British travel bloggers. No, 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 male people came up it was mostly females yeah, yeah. so big up the girls like big up the sisters that are doing it and then I must have typed black travel bloggers most of them were American like African Americans mm. so I just got into it so literally my street name was called Blackman back in the day so I just added their traveller just to for marketing and niche wise yeah, 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 yeah. and then I started to travel um, last year January okay yeah yeah since I left I left Australia last year January and then I travelled from January until mid-November ish yeah yeah. Finding it back in London then. Um, Stephen, yeah. Stephen, guys, to be honest with you, um, in terms yeah, different how they like, it's been like a what, couple years. Yeah, for me, it's different in terms of gentrification's hit. Nah, my nah. my part nah, deep. Nah. It's different in terms of um, there's a lot of poverty. I know it sounds bad. I've seen a lot of poverty, especially in London. Um, there's a lot of youths that that don't have role models. Mm. So the music is playing a big influence. Uh, there's no youth clubs for people to go to after school. So London, the UK in general has changed. Yeah. It's got its bad side and it's got its good side. So that's what I can say. Yeah. You mentioned like uh, going to other countries. I yeah. You have in our notes that um, just your experience of racism in other countries. Yeah. Like examples of, because you've been to like many countries. Yeah, yeah. Would you say... Australia was pretty bad. Like, yeah. Whatever you um, I think Poland was one of the worst places that I experienced yeah. racism. Yeah. Yeah, because... Um, Sorry, before you answer, um, yeah. can I ask like, a more broad question? Like, what yeah. is it like being a black man in these countries? Not not just like, if if racism is the only way, but yeah. it, affect, it affects you. But just like... Um, sorry, go on. 
Uh, what is say that again? What is like, that? What's it like being a black man in these yeah. countries? Yeah. A black man in this country or the country no, that I travel to? In like what you're saying about Poland, for example. Poland, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for example, in Poland, for example, when I flew out to Poland, I went to Poland last year in November, I think. I can't remember. I just thought, let me just go with it. I was just, it was just a bit spontaneous because when I came out to the UK, I was traveling in and out, but obviously the lockdown was restricting me to to travel. So I went to Poland for three days, from Friday to Monday or something like that. So I flew out. I went from London Stansted to Warsaw. As soon as I got to the airport in Poland, the ladies looked at me like this, like the immigration lady. And she was like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, London. Okay, what are you doing in Poland? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, just, like, I have to be real. She's like, I don't know. And she was like, her. I was like, I don't know. I've just, I've just, I've just come here to film, innit? Because I had my camera on me. So I just to, to make everything look legit. She was like, what do you do? YouTube. Okay, welcome to Poland. Look, look, looked at my thing and then I came through. When I went through immigration, my God, the amount of people that were staring at me, it's like they've never seen a person of colour. And then I was asking... They probably pe- have Mate, it was... My sister worked in Poland. And how did your sister find it? She's never said there's any racism, though. She's never said that, yeah, yeah. she abused anything like that. No, like, I'll tell you stuff. For example, like, when I got there, I was asking people for a taxi, people laughing. Like, not laughing, but they were looking at me, you know, mm. saying certain slurs in their language. So me, I've got this thing, whenever I travel, I don't speak English. I always learn the basic words in every country. So let's say, for example, when I go to Argentina, I'll learn the basic words in Spanish. If I also go to Brazil, which I've been, I'll learn the basic words in Portuguese. The Is reason, like, hello. Like, hello, uh, how are you? you? Excuse me. Um, um, or like, where can I go? Think. Basically, the reason why I do that is to show respect. Because I think when you go to another country and you're speaking English, you're not mm-hmm. being, you, like, I think you're showing no respect, if that makes sense. 100%. So I'm saying, yeah. it's like, for example, like when, the, like when the white man comes to Africa, let's say if they go to like, I don't know, like Ghana or Nigeria, yeah, you can speak English, but speak, the, speak their lingo. Mm-hmm. The, the people back home, they're going to respect you more because at least you're trying to understand their culture. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do when I travel. So yeah, I got, I must have jumped in the taxi and then there was um, a Ukrainian brother and the guy just hugged me. It's like, he, he's never seen a black person and he was showing me love. But um, when I was in Warsaw, there was one day, I think it was a Saturday night, I was trying to go to a club and I was lost. And then um, I remember I was just walking and then one Polish guy just went, boom, he just barged me randomly. So I looked at him, I said to him, brother, are you okay? And then he's like, problem, problem. Like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, fucking problem. Like, bro, like, you just barged me. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, ah, oh, kurva. I'm like, yeah, kurva you. He said, kurva. I said, yeah, kurva your mum. So yeah. I think, hold on a minute. I'm not even in London. I'm in Poland. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think, hey, you know what I'm saying? But obviously, you know when you have that, yeah, that yeah, mentality? Yeah. And obviously, so you got a black guy and a Polish guy. Kurva means bitch in Polish. Like yeah, you're saying, yeah, bitch, yeah. da and all the Poles are looking at me opposite the world. So I'm thinking, ooh, but then within two minutes, I'm not gonna lie to you, within two minutes, two Polish guys walked across the world. I thought they were gonna intervene to help me. And they were like, ah, oh, Kurva problem. I'm like, yeah, Kurva problem. This guy just barged me, blah, blah, blah. But then they were all together, they were friends. Mm. And then um, the Polish police opposite the street, they never even intervened. Mm. So then I realized, okay, ooh, it's, it's gonna be a bit tough because there's three of them and there's one yeah, of me. I'm not gonna lie to you, these Polish, they're built a bit yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two of them were quite, big so I thought oh no man I'm gonna get beaten up so then the thank god there was a guy um, standing next to us he spoke a bit of English and then he asked me in English what's the problem I said no bro there's no problem this guy just barged me for no reason and then the guy was talking to him in Polish and then he was saying the reason why they done that is to test the waters to see if he was gonna fight or not mm. and obviously he's like because of your colour of your skin and I was like wow I was like, you yeah so I was like so I was confused so I've suffered racial discrimination in Poland so when that happened um, the Polish guy said to me just walk off whatever cool I've walked off, I've, I was looking for the club that I was going to. 
I tried to get in the club, the scooter got put me to the side. He said, no, no. Duh, 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 duh. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I, I've just stood there because I wanted to, because this club was the only club that plays like hip hop, hip hop music in, in Warsaw, in Poland. So even after like five or six minutes, the guy called me over. He said, oh, excuse me, um, what do you want? I said, I want to go to the club. Then he's like, where are you from? I'm like, London. He's like, okay, one minute, come. So I was not going to get into the club, but because I spoke that I'm from London, they've let me in. Because obviously when you go to certain countries, when, yeah, when they, they think London, the they, think, they think money. Yeah. So yeah, I suffer discrimination in Poland like that. Mm. Alright. Um, sorry for having to step up. That's alright. But um, okay, so we bit, we've hit like the racism bit. Now, yeah. In other countries that you've been to, I know you've been to like a couple of Asian countries. Yeah. Just places in general. You said you want to go places where black people usually aren't. Yeah. In some of those instances, when they see you and they want to take like pictures and stuff. Yeah. Do you you do you, do you see that or feel that as racism or just a thing where it's like you know what it's a new experience for everyone the same way if you had seen something that you've never um, ever encountered in your life, would you not be like somewhat amazed? Like how do you take that on when you experience that? I don't see it. In the beginning, I saw it as racism because I went to Vietnam last year and since I got to the airport, um, I went, because whenever I travel, I always buy the local SIM cards to make sure that I've got data so I don't rely on Wi-Fi. And then one lady just grabbed me and she just took a picture. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, what? That's, that's so, yeah, so I was like, what? So obviously I just, yeah, but then she just kept on. So I just moved the phone to the side. And I've just, I said, yeah, one second. Like, I understand you want a picture, but let me just get my, my SIM card. And after I got my SIM card, another lady comes and just the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, okay, um, in those countries, I don't see people of colour. Mm-hmm. So people are very intrigued about where you're from, your background. And then I remember when I was walking in, um, in Hanoi with my partner, because she came with me to Vietnam, people just kept on harassing us, like picture, picture, picture. So it got to one moment, I went on Google Translate and I wrote in English, um, if you want to take a picture with me, I'm charging like, 10 pounds mm-hmm. yeah. but that's like I don't know like 20 or 100 Vietnamese dong so I had it I had it screenshot on my phone so when someone tapped me picture 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 I'd be like one second and I'll just do that some people paid me money to take pictures and some yeah. people didn't wow. yeah bro man you need to hustle I didn't make that much but the reason why I do that is because first of all you, you don't know where those pictures are going to yeah. yeah, they could be doing witchcraft or could be taking a piss out of you yeah, so if you want a picture with me I don't mind but you need to pay at least yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean but um, to go back to your question I think it's not racism because those people in certain countries where they don't see people of colour they're Enlightened, or where yeah. you're from. That's why they do the, those those type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought that. I think because it was. I think you were in Burma. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were at the temple. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wanted to go up the stairs. Did you? Did you end up? Yeah, I ended up the stairs, but I kept getting arrested. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept getting arrested because they were like photo, photo, photo. And Burma's a beautiful country as well, bro. Um, what is your um religious background? May I ask? I'm Muslim. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Traveling to countries. Wait. Is Burma a Muslim country? No, Burma's, I think it's uh, the Buddhists, the majority okay. of Buddhists, yeah, yeah. So traveling to all these different places, yeah. do you feel like there's ever been, um, have you had any like different like spiritual encounters do you feel like you've ever had or is there anything that's ever changed your like perception or enlightened you a bit? Maybe not taking you away from your faith, but yeah. maybe just, if anything, like giving you a different outlook Yeah. in that regard. Um, when I was in Burma, actually, I went to a, um, I went to a monastery Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know what a monastery is. It's like where monks and Buddhists go yeah, pray. Yeah, yeah. So I must have went to one. I must have went to one of the biggest monasteries in Southeast Asia. I didn't know what monastery it was. Not until I met some random couple in another city, and they told me to head up north to this monastery, and they have this special event. So I must have 
I went there, I took like a bus, it took me like 12 hours, 13 hours, 12 hour bus journey, it was mad. I was there, then I went to this monastery and the way they were praying and the way they were like singing and then with all the instruments, I felt very like, it felt very spiritual, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, at the same time, I was educating myself because I was, I was understanding different um, religion backgrounds, people's, um, different people's uh, beliefs. Vice versa, when I went to Thailand, I went to, a, um, I went to a temple as well and they were praying. So I think when I go to different countries, I'll start to learn about different religions because in England, they don't teach you about religion like that. Mm-hmm. They just teach you about Christianity and Islam and maybe Catholics, yeah. but they don't teach you about Hindus and maybe Jews and that type of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like learning that has changed you? 100% it's changed me, bro. It's um, traveling has opened my mind. Um, it's made me more humble in terms of um, I appreciate the life that I have over here because really and truly, like what, what we're doing right now, there's certain black people can't do this back home. They don't have the facilities to be doing this. So what we're doing, it's like we, like we need to understand that we need to be grateful for the things that we have, if that makes sense. So it's made me more humble and it's made me um, learn more stuff as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff about like yourself. Or yeah, just no, just world. like about life in general, <coughs> about how people live and um, just about different cultures and beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got a question actually. Yeah. Um, what kind of, because you've come across like a few different cultures, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what kind of, would you say like there's like a common theme with all of them? Like with all of, like, would you say there's something that ties like everybody together or like... Every each culture is like their own different kind of. I mean, I mean, I think from my experience, every country that I've been to, each culture is different in terms of um, hospitality, in terms of um, like food and. Fa- for example, when I was in, I went to Turkey last year for for three weeks, and I was meant to go just for two weeks, but then I had an argument with my ex man um, with my ex manager, and the ex one of my ex head chefs. So what happened is um, I was meant to go to, uh, for Turkey just for two weeks just to travel. So I ended up staying there for three weeks and then I was going to travel from the south of Turkey all the way to Syria. So the reason why I wanted to go to Syria, I wanted to go to Syria, to the border between Turkey and Syria. I wanted to film the Syrian refugees. The reason why I wanted to do that is to show people how they're living, mm-hmm. how, you know, they've been affected by the war, blah, 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 blah. So this, this was going to be a sick journey. The first black man to go through certain neighborhoods. Of course, it was going to be dangerous, but I don't care. So I was going to go there. But um, when I was in Turkey, I ended up in some random person's house. I don't know what happened, but I was filming. This was like in Cappadocia. And then the man, um, I remember, I think the guy had like a gun or something. And then he had a dog. And then he's like, where are you from? I'm like, England. And I was like, in, 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 in Turkish, um, abone, abone, that means that like subscribe in YouTube. And he's like, one second. And then he put his thing away. Then he got his dog. Come, come, come. So, but uh, this is on YouTube. I didn't capture uh, the gun thing. So anyway, I've gone into his house. And the guy showed me around his farm. And he, the language barrier was a bit difficult, obviously. He's not understanding what I'm saying. I'm going to Google Translate. He, he's just saying, yes, yes, in English. It was a bit weird. But then um, the guy gave me free tea. He showed me around his farm. Um, his, his partner was there. And you don't get that in England, you know what I mean? Yeah. Vice versa, I went to some random person's house when I was in Ankara. I was just walking, filming. And some random people said, come to my house. I was like, mm, I'm not too sure. They're like, nah, come, come. Like, Fuck it, I just took the risk. I walked in, they gave me tea, they gave me food. This is on my Instagram and YouTube. So this is, this is what happens when you travel to different countries. Mm. And when they don't see people of color, they're very intrigued about you. So yeah. I'm saying, and obviously there's, you know, um, security issues as well. Like you gotta be careful, you gotta be open. But um, yeah, I think I've traveled to so many countries and every country has its own culture. 
and every country has its own way to deal with um, foreigners as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, and when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because England deals with foreigners a little bit differently. I want to ask you guys a question. <laughs> Would you guys ever go to a random person's house abroad? No. Why? I think my, for me, it's just like... It, no, but it, I think it depends on the country, though. All right, what country I think, yeah, would you I think go? it's what very, very situational. Go? What country would I go? Yeah. In general. Because you said it depends on the countries. Yeah. What country would you guys go? Ukraine. I want to go Ukraine. Why? I play in the media. <laughs> I play in the UK. Because right. I remember watching, when um, was it the UK, the Euros was in the Ukraine, and I remember seeing them man fighting in the forest. And I was like, yeah, if we catch you, man, like, it's on. And you I was see like, it? Yeah, yeah, it's Ooh. time ago. Yeah. It's a documentary, and I was just like, I'm alright. This is a country I wouldn't go to. Okay, so but so you said because of the media, what happens if you go there and everything that you've seen in the media is yeah, false? Of course, that's that's what happens, isn't it? That's yeah. Life is, isn't it? Yeah. From the media, what I saw. Yeah. Like, yeah nah. What about you? I think based off like just common sense, mm. most Eastern European countries I might not go to, and then obviously Australia just because of the. I can't do insects like that. I mean, for real. Where are you from? Where are you from originally? Where are you from originally? Jamaican and Tiva. There's, there's insects back home. I haven't been back home like that, innit? But yeah. I just, I can't do it. What about you, bro? Um, yeah, no war zones. Um, <laughs> nowhere that's known for, like, aggressive racism. Um, and yeah, no spiders, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I don't, see, like, I don't feel like I'm, I've got like a restriction, like you man, innit? So you're more open. Bro, like, you're I, open to like, the extreme racism. Like, no, I this guy won't even go to No. When you're there, yeah, yeah, it's like why not, innit? Like, I don't know how you man. Have, you man have travelled, like, yeah, but travelled. I feel like when you when we travel, obviously, it's gonna it's a lot more touristy this time. Okay. It? Obviously, I think when I went to Morocco, I didn't. I wasn't always like in the. I wasn't in like the heart of it or in the yeah. raw places in it, but obviously when you're in, in the market and stuff, it's still like touristy. But when they're like trying to, when they're showing you hospitality and stuff, you do feel kind of like intrigued, innit? Yeah, yeah. So like, I do feel like in the moment, if someone's trying to invite me in, I'd think about it. Do you get me? Mm. And but would you go? Or like, I, would think, you, I think I would. Would you be hesitant? Like, like, would you think, oh, man, them, like, should we? Definitely hesitant. If I was one person, then possibly. Right. You thought did yeah, you? Yeah, then we'll go. Let's have an example, yeah. Us five are on on holiday. Let's just say like we're in we're in we're in Argentina. But mandem, come over to Argentina, whatever. Mm. And then we're just walking randomly. You've got your camera. I've got my camera, and we're just doing a little blog. And then some random people like, yo, hola, come come to my house, come film. Would you guys feel safe to go to that person's house? If we're five men deep. But don't forget, yeah. you're in South America. You're not in London. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Would you true. like? But I feel my odds. Yeah, I'll put more safe. At least, at least two of us are surviving. Whatever happens. Where's the other three? And the other three are we dead? No, I'm saying worst case scenario, at least two people are getting out. The other three we don't talk about enough to get help. No, no, I'm saying with their lives. So it's like when I went to the states, yeah. Basically, my sister was meant to come with me as well, innit? And her hubby's over there, innit? But it was a thing where it's like she got denied because she'd been at bare times, and I think it's like, there was madness going on in it. So, and so it was like it was just meant to be me and my mum going at that point. But obviously, because of how distraught my sister was, my mum's like willing to stay. But I'm like, we, I still got this ticket. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never met my sister's man because she's okay. been back and forth to America working, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
That's cool. Whereabouts so, in the US was this? Um, New Orleans. Okay, but south. He's from, yeah, so, but yeah. he's from um, Oklahoma, isn't it? Okay. So the family are a bit like, um, a bit old school, yeah, conservative, yeah. this and the other. Yeah, yeah. But, so essentially, I'm going to go stay with someone I've never really met. Maybe I've just spoken to him over the phone, but it's I've never really met man like that. But I'm like, fuck it. Like, Might as well. Like, yeah. yeah. So I've gone there. The hospitality that he showed me, and then when um, I've met his dad as well, like, the worlds are so far apart, but it's like, even the conversations that we had, it enlightened me to that, ex- um, to that experience, innit? So that's my thing saying, where when I'm when you're in Rome, mm. do as the Romans do, do yeah, you get me? Yeah, like, yeah. I was asking, I wanted to go to the shooting range and that. Okay. I'm still pissed that I didn't, innit? So yeah, next yeah. time, once the borders open and they you're go... You're going to go, yeah. Yeah, because like, I was even the other day, I was thinking, oh, you know what, I miss my sister, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, we're just tired of, like, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I just want a ticket, like, I've been working from home all this time, stuck in my bedroom, like, I just want, I want to do something different. So I think that's why I'm saying I'd be more inclined to than these men all saying no. Yeah. But I didn't obviously, say no. Huh? I didn't say no. I didn't say, say no. no. I just said certain countries I would avoid. But yeah. what you done, what you done, you know what thing you just done, yeah? What everyone in this room hasn't done, maybe what me and you done, you've, um, you came out of your comfort zone, bro. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, like, because you just said something important, you're sick and tired about London, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you've gone to another country where you've never met this person. Yeah. So you've taken your time, your effort, you come out your comfort zone to go somewhere that's different. Mm-hmm. So because you've done that, that should give you, you know, the um, the time and experience to go to another country and do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, you're educating yourself, bro. Of course, it's a bit risky, yeah, going to another country, going to a next man's house, but you don't know the hospitality that you're going to receive from them. That's why sometimes I, I do go to certain people's, con- like certain people's houses in, man- in random countries just to experience and to show people, look, like, there's more to life than just fucking going to a tourist trap. Because mm-hmm. for example, when I travel, I hate going to touristic places. Yeah. The reason why is because, let's say for example, when people come to London, they don't come to Leighton, they don't come to Hackney, they don't come, that they'll come to Stratford, but the furthest they go is Westfield. Yeah. Take a picture, boom, 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 and then leave. But mm-hmm. you, got, you got to come to the hood. If, you, like, if you're going to come to Stratford, come to the hood. Yeah. Understand the real part of London. If you're going to come to London, come to Brixton, Peckham. That's got, you know what I mean? That's real history. Mm-hmm. But when people go to certain countries, they go to London I. Buckingham Paris, Eiffel Tower, Champs-Élysées in Paris, in Brazil, the Christ Redeemer, they don't go to the favelas. Mm-hmm. So I think us as black people, people of colour, when you travel, you should come out of your comfort zone, what you've done, yeah. and experience life in a different way. And I think that's 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 what we lack of doing in terms of travelling. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, so obviously he's got his country. Everyone's got their country still yeah. that they won't go to because yeah. of the media or any other. You won't go because yeah. of the snakes. I know what you say. Spiders. 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 Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, obviously you've been to very different places, but yeah, yeah. is there anywhere that's, no, I'm not getting that, off limits? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go anywhere, bro. Okay. I'll, I'll go to Somalia, North Korea if I have to. Okay. I've got no fear because... I was going to say that. I feel like you have no fear. I've got no fear, bro. All right, obviously, yeah, you, can't... you shouldn't because you said you've, you've re- almost had uh, near-death experience. I've had so... near-death experience. What, Even what? abroad. I'll tell yeah. you a story, guys. Yeah, not. I think you guys are probably the second podcast that, that knew about this. There's one podcast that I said. Um, so basically, what happened is um, I must have went to the Bahamas in, in 2015, I think. I can't remember. So I must have went there for um, one week. So I was living in America and I had to renew my visa, my Esther visa, because I must have overstayed. So I, I went to the Bahamas for a week and then um, what happened is I was with 
two random white guys. This is when I started doing hitchhiking. I don't know what the fuck hitchhiking was. So I remember like I was in, we was in, in downtown Nassau. That's it. It was downtown Nassau, yeah. And then I was with one guy from Australia, one white guy, and one white guy from Zimbabwe. The white Australian guy said to me, white guys, um, we're going to hitchhike. The other white guy knew what that was. I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, we're going to jump in one of people's cars. I'm like, bro, I'm from London. We don't do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, man, like, you're going to experience it. I was like, bro, you, you do not understand what you're telling me. To, you're telling me a black man to jump in another black man's car. Like, no, thank you. Anyhow, we dropped in some random person's car. So the guy stuck out his thumb. And then the white, and then the black guy was like, where are you going? The guy's like, downtown, hop in. Like, what the fuck? So we jumped to the back. <laughs> Literally, so there's three people, one black guy, two white guys, we jumped at the back of this guy's, um, I remember in, in the Caribbean, they got a lot of um, four by fours in it. Yeah. So we jumped to the back of the guy's car. I remember the guy had a spliff and then he passed it amongst all of us. I'm like, wow, this is a crazy experience. Yeah. I'm just smoking, 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 catching a vibe. And then uh, two days in, We've gone to a petrol station to buy some water because I remember in in the Bahamas most of the offline is shut early. So we went to the petrol station, we got some water, we're coming back, and then there was two people following us. So I've clocked them from far, and I'm like, I'm like with the white Zimbabwe. I'm like, bro, I think these two guys are following us. And the guys like, no nah, man, it's how, okay. How busy was where you were? It, the shop was was busy, but the road was quiet. Okay. But the reason why I clocked is because I'm rolled in it, and I can tell by people's yeah, you know yeah, yeah. body language. So I've turned around. And every time I turned around, they looked down and they were in the same uh, petrol station with us as well. So it's weird how, because plus in the petrol station, someone must ask us a question, where are we from? And I'm like, London. And the other guy said, uh, Africa. But the, 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 the white guy from Zimbabwe has got very post action. So the way he was talking, they're thinking money, money, money. So anyway, we walk in, whatever. I'm like, bro, I think these guys are following us. The guy's like, no, they're not. Like, cool, whatever. So we kept on walking, kept on walking. So Saturn was like, mate, turn around. So I turned around two minutes later then these people are quite close because in the beginning they were quite far away. I was like, bro, I think these guys are going to try to do something. He's like, nah, man, it's okay. We're in the Caribbean. I'm like, oh, man, this, this guy doesn't have a road mentality. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so that right, cool. So we kept walking, kept on walking, turned around, then they're very close. I'm like, bro, these guys are going to do something. Either we cross the road or either we confront them because we're not, we're not, you know, back home. Like, I'm not in England. You're not, you you're not in your rich fucking person's family's house in, in Zimbabwe. So we kept on walking. Literally after two minutes, someone, someone was like, yo. <coughs> so, um, so when someone, so when someone said, you're right, bro. Just some water. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so so uh, literally two minutes here, um, someone was like, yo. So when someone said, yo, um, I've turned around and then someone just chucked a bottle of glass on my hand and then the glass uh, must have cut my hand. Mm. And then I've looked down. So once I've looked down, I've looked back up and then I've just seen the two guys, they're backed out long machetes. And they're like, what the blood clot? Give me your money. So literally I've just froze for like, like literally a couple of seconds. I'm like, fuck. Mm. And I've got a pizza in my hand. I've got a bottle of water in my hand. I'm like, run. So I'm running with a pizza and a bottle of water in my hand. <laughs> yeah. And then the other white guy, he was quite chubby. So he's running, he's out of breath. Uh, yeah, he's, he's already dropped, he's, he's already dropped one pair of his slippers. I'm like, hurry up, man, hurry up. So I'm running, mm. the guys are chasing us. So I've chucked the bottle of water down, but I want the pizza. So, so yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So I've kept on running because I used to do 100 meters. So I've got, I've got stamina. So I'm running, running, running. Mm. But then I don't know where I'm going. I don't know, because I don't know where the hostel is. This, this is like two days or three days in, but that white guy, the Zimbabwe guy, he's been there for almost two weeks. Yeah. So he knows where to go. So I'm like, bro, like, where are we staying? He's like, just keep going, keep going. Bro, it's a long road. Mm. Um, there's, no, there's no certain parts of the road don't, don't have street lights. So gradually I'm like, bro, we have to split. So we must have split. And then I've, 
I've cut down the left. The guy's gone straight. And then two of them, one of them's followed me, the other guy's followed the other guy. So I've literally, I've, I've chucked the pizza on the floor. But I remember I was wearing some next Jordans that, that glow that glow in the dark. So I've jumped over some next man's garden. When I've jumped over some next man's garden, there was barbed wire. So I've cut my hand and I've cut my belly. So blood's dripping out. And then the guy chasing with the machete, he tried to jump over, but he couldn't see me because it's pitch black. But yeah. my trainers are glowing, so I'm trying to hide. But when I've jumped over, I could hear, I could hear like a dog, like grilling. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I've seen a pit bull. So I'm moving to the right, moving to the left. I don't want to get bit by the pit bull. So at the same time, I don't know whose garden I'm in. So then the guy's putting on the light, who the blood clots in my garden? So there's too much stuff happening, bro. Mm. So when that's happening, I've tried to jump back over because I don't want, that guy might have, you know what I mean? He might have a gun. Mm. So I've tried to jump back over. The guy that's chasing me with the machete, he's already fled off. So when I jumped back over, I just hid in the bush. I'm not gonna lie to you, like, I was scared, but I was scared to death. Mm. I stayed there for literally like 10, 10 to 20 minutes. I've jumped back on the road. I'm running on the high road. I'm trying to memorize where to go to my hostel. Like my shirt's half ripped, I've got blood. And my jeans are ripped, I've got blood. That's, that's by jumping over the barbed wire, mm. over the fence. And then um, we've got to the hostel now, then the police were there. And they were like, there's a group of people in downtown um, Nassim Bahamas that are robbing tourists. Um, have you guys encountered with them? I'm like, yeah, man, I almost got killed by a machete. So um, that was one of the most crazy experiences mm. that I've had traveling abroad. Yeah, that is. I can't. Like, that's insane. Bahamas, you know? Yeah, Bro, yeah. yeah. On nah, the TV? nah. How much was that ticket to the Bahamas as well? I flew from America to Bahamas, so it was cheap. Okay. It was like one hour because I, I had to renew my uh, my my Esther visa because mm. we get like an Esther visa. I think it's for like three months or something. I can't remember. It's like a three month visa or something. But I was there for like one week. I will never do that again. <laughs> that's one place that someone's now nah, never go to the Bahamas and behave like that never would you go the Bermuda Bermuda I'll yeah. go Yeah, I'll go you're not scared of well, the, the triangle the folks and all the rest I'll go I, I was actually meant to go to I believe it because I see a lot of stuff on YouTube I was actually meant to go in January I was meant to go to Russia actually mm. um, I wanted to go to Russia for two weeks um, to have experience what it's like to be a black man in Russia but the visa was too expensive so I didn't go yeah. and um, that would have been something interesting because obviously Russians are very weird when it comes to people of colour yeah. you know what I mean especially us people like they chop bananas at the football games and start making monkey noises so I wanted yeah. to see if that was true or if that was not true but mm. the visa was too expensive how do you react to it? has anyone ever thrown a banana at you? no no one has no no I've had someone call me a nigger before in um, in Argentina I confronted the guy, I told him, bro, you can't behave like that. So yeah. that's the only racial discrimination in terms of words that someone's said to me. Yeah. In that situation though, what happened? Do you just laugh in your face or like, is he like apologetic? No, he was, basically I was, I was, I was with my partner downtown Buenos Aires and we're trying to go somewhere. And then the guy was like, nigga, nigga, nigga. My partner's already gone because we, we're on pedal bikes. So we're trying to cycle somewhere to get to somewhere. Turn around and I just like, I'm, not, I'm just ignoring it. It's like, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, there's two of them. I'm thinking, did this guy understand the word that he's saying? Mm. But don't forget the word Negro came from Latin America. Not a lot of people know that. It's not yeah. American. It came from Latin America. So, um, <coughs> so obviously the guy was like, oh, nigga, 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 nigga. So I was like, I'm good. Nah, drink, <coughs> drink this water, bro. I'm good. You sure? I don't need water. I'm good. You sure? Oh, okay. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, You sure? Just more. No, I know what's going on. With you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so basically, the guy was a nigga, nigga, nigga. So I've gone towards him, I've confronted him. I speak a bit of Spanish. I'm like, hola, ¿qué pasa? 
He's like, oh, no, 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 toilet bien, toilet I'm like, bro, like, ¿qué pasa, loco? I'm like, oh, what's the problem, crazy? Then he's like, oh, oh no problem. I was like, like, who are you calling nigger? He's like, oh, no, eso. Eso means you. Eso, nigger, nigger. I'm like, brother, I'll test your, I said, brother, I'll test your jaw. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking English now. I'm like, brother, I'll test your jaw. Do not ever call me a nigger, negro. I don't know you. Like, that's discrimination. So my partner's come back. And the guy's like, oh, lo siento. Like, so in Spanish, oh, lo siento. I didn't know that it was bad. So that's the only verbal um, racial discrimination I, I've ever faced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Quick one, just yeah, on Argentina. I feel yeah. like um, that country does have a very um, weird racial history. Yeah, yeah. Black people, I think there was, um, there might be a thing with all people there and then they got rid of them, but I can't sit here and be like, that's exact fact, isn't it? Um, with your partner being from, like from there, has there ever been any struggles with that or? Yeah. I went to one restaurant in Buenos Aires and there's a couple black people in Argentina, big them up, they're from Senegal. I don't know how they got there, but it's weird. Um, yeah, but, uh, but they, but Argentina, man, I don't know how they got there. But um, I went to one restaurant in Buenos Aires. It was like um, a very bougie, whatever, those type of areas. And I wanted to eat some food. So I just wanted to try some food. And then um, there's a lot of black people in Argentina that come from Senegal, but they sell like selfie sticks and walkie talkies. Like, okay. I don't know yeah, if you guys yeah. been to Bar been Barcelona. To Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, so when I, me, for example, when I see them, I embrace them. Mm -hmm. When I've been to Barcelona, like, for example, like, when I've been to Barcelona, Madrid, I go towards them and I hug every single one of them or at least interact with one of them because I see myself as what happens if I, if I was in a situation, so I'm saying, mm. and I think us as people of color, we shouldn't ignore one another when we travel abroad. We should embrace one another to sort mm. to show that unity. So every time I was in Buenos Aires, I was saying hello to all the black people. Then all the Argentinians looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, like, what's this guy doing? Mm. So I must have dressed a bit weird. And then um, the way I said to my partner in Spanish, um, do you know this guy? Mm. So I said to my partner, Shh, like, don't respond. I want to see the guy's reaction. The guy's like, hey, ¿qué pasa, loco? Are you okay? I, I, I've just ignored him. I've sat down. I've just dressed like a normal person. Mm. And then he's like, ah, oh, policia, policia, like police. I'm going to call the police. I'm like, so I've just ignored him. And then he gave the menu to my partner. And then I said to him, excuse me, can I get the menu in English? Then the guy just froze. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, where are you from? De donde es? I'm like, oh, Londres, London. Oh, London, oh, okay. Then he got the menu. So he's straight away money. Mm -hmm. That was the only, that was the second uh, discrimination that I faced in South America. A lot of Argentinians are racist because they don't see interracial relationships. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. If you go to Brazil, there's a lot of black people, white people, but in Argentina, because it's mostly Italians and Spanish and Jewish people. So, yeah. Wasn't it, I don't know if it's Argentina, wasn't it like uh, either the Germans or someone fled into Argentina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Argentina, bro. After yeah. the Holocaust. Yeah, there's the Germans, uh, a lot of Germans there. Yeah. A lot of Germans there. Um, will you guys ever go to South America? Yeah. Yeah, definitely want to go. Obviously, yeah. it looks nice. Yeah. The weather is a tick. But, um, it's, like you said, like, with Argentina, certain countries that you're like, yeah, and you're like, no, like, for example, Brazil's cool. Mm. Um, it's, like, it's Peru, like, mostly... Like white or is it? It's mixed. I've never been to Peru. I've seen people from... Peru's mostly, like, Spanish, Latin people. But if you want something that's got more history, more culture, I would say go to Bolivia because I've heard Bolivia is very interesting. Um, I would say go to um, Argentina as well, Brazil. Mm. You know, South America is a place that is very raw and untouched and I think we should go there because there's a lot of countries that have similarities and culture clashes, you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah. Okay. Um, food. Yeah. yeah I was about now, to say that. 
I saw on YouTube you even well you were in markets. Yeah, yeah. You've seen a, you've seen some crazy stuff. Fuck. Yeah, 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 man. What's the most surprisingly tasteful dish that you had in one of their places? Tasteful dish. Yeah. I would say. Um, where was I? It's, it's gonna sound weird. Yeah, I was in Vietnam and I must have tried snake. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that tastes like chicken. How was it grilled, fried? But like... it was weird, man. I must have went to this restaurant, and then um, the reason why because there's one YouTuber that I watch, and he must have went to this restaurant, and then snake is like a Southeast Asian food delicacy. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let me try it. So I went to this restaurant, and when I got there, bloody hell, they've never seen a person of color. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at me. Some people are like, oh, Vietnam. No, but because I was in Hanoi, downtown Hanoi, I went to the suburbs. Okay. This restaurant was not in the touristic part. Right. Man, the way they were looking at some people were even screaming, like, "Come, come, come!" Man, it was, it was, it, man, it was mad. So I, I must have got. I feel like you loved that. I loved it, but it was it. no, but I loved it. But then there's a time when you're thinking, "All right, I get the point." Yeah. You know what I mean? I've get the point. You've never seen us, but like, now let me just do what I got to do. So, yeah, um, they taught me there, and then the guy took me to the back language barrier. I went on Google Translate, and then they're like, "You're cool." So the videos on YouTube. So they took me to the back now, and then there's like a wall. Inside the wall, there's, there's different doors. And inside there's, inside these different doors, there's different type of snakes. And then the guy was like, come, come, come. I said, okay, no problem, because I've seen a snake. In Australia, I've, I've, I've held a snake before. So he, he must have put his, he must have opened his, he must have opened one door, put his hand in, in one door. And all I can hear is a hus, like a hus sound. I'm like, bruv, this guy's a madman. So he's put his hand in, and then um, he's like, come. Okay, yeah. cool. He's like, come closer. So I've gone closer. He's like, can't put your head. I said, no way, my friend. So I've got my phone. I put on the light. He's pulled out this big snake. It's a cobra. Oh my and he's like, eat, eat, eat. I said, no, no, no. He said, why? I said, no, no, no. Too big. The bigger the snake in Vietnam, the more money it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. The smaller the snake, the more cheaper it is. So he's opened so many doors, so many doors. And he's pulled out this one snake that I'm familiar with in Australia. And it's a yellow belly. A yellow belly is not poisonous. They're tree snakes. When they bite you, it's just a dry bite. So you, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. So he's pulled out this snake. You can see it on YouTube. So he's pulled it out. Then he's walking around. It's bit him. And then he's like, he's chopped the head. Then he's skinned the whole snake. Yeah. And then he's got the heart, the heart's pumping then he's pulling a tequila shot yeah and then he's <laughs> oh, yeah of course <laughs> and, uh, and I don't drink alcohol as well so he's yeah. like try it I'm like mm, he's like try it I'm like oh, fuck this oh, just, yeah. you can see everything on YouTube then the heart's actually moving in a glass so um, oh, yeah, bro. yeah bro so the heart is like maybe it's very small so it's moving yeah. and there's a bit of blood and they put in like a small glass tequila shot and he's like drink so I must have I backed it I remember it was moving all oh, the way stop. I yeah. swear to God, no lie. No lie. Oh, oh, he's taking the piss. Like, nah, he's he's, he's, he's <laughs> telling me up. <laughs> 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 no, literally, bro. No lie. Bro, bro. Bro, the heart was moving. So when that, so while the heart's moving inside my throat, I'm thinking raw. And then after that, they gave me um, different type of food things, like snake dishes. So they gave me snake salad. That was disgusting. They gave me deep fried snake. That tastes like chicken. They gave me snake soup. No way. I said, no way. You, bro, you're gonna have to kill me. It looked disgusting. It smelled disgusting. And then they gave me snake spring rolls. Now that was tasty. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me some sauce, which I did. I didn't know what it was, but I just tried it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me the intestines to to eat. And I said, I can't do that. Yeah. And they were being so like consistent. No, no, try, try, try. I said, my friend, I'm so sorry. If I eat that, I'm probably gonna die. 
And they're like, oh, you try, I try. I said, okay, you try, then I try. You know, I'll try to be cheeky. <laughs> so the guy was not going to eat it. I said, okay, no. Because if, you, if you're not going to eat it, what, yeah, what makes you think? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then um, there was another day I was walking around Hanoi and I was filming and I discovered that they killed dogs in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking around Vietnam and then I discovered a, um, a dog market, which was sad. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I was confused. But then at the same time, I understand in that part of the world, they eat those type of animals. Yeah, yeah. it's like here, dog is a man's best yeah. friend, but there, yeah, yeah. that's a chicken. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna eat it, man. The lady even offered me. I said, no way, man. And it yeah. smelled like this. Got it smelled bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snake. They don't let none of that go to waste. No, no, they eat anything over there in Southeast Asia. Bloody Would you guys ever try snake? Uh, um, the deep uh, fried one. Deep fried one. That's 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 yeah, chicken. Yeah, I recommend it. That is that chicken. Yeah, but the soup and the, the, the first one. The tequila mm. shot is a mad thing. I can't. What? You want to get mad when I'm bringing out Jaegers? What about what about the snake's heart? That's in the tequila shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about snake spring rolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the salad, the soup. I don't yeah. eat soup here, so. Like, if it's like deep fried, I can get away. Nah, with the soup was not deep fried, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was like probably boiled and. Yeah, nah, soup. I'm not a soup person in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's only some soups I can eat. Like, can I ask you guys a question? Would you guys ever um, hitchhike? Yeah, yeah. I've done yes. it in the past. Yeah. Where? Um, I was part of a. I don't, do you know what jailbreak is? No, nah, what's that? Uh, it's a long story. But you know, it's like, it's a university like program they do. Okay. Um, basically, <clears throat> we had to hitchhike, um, get get as far away from the uni as possible within 36 hours. Oh. And um, yeah, we went, I think we first got a ride in like um, Amsterdam and then we got one in Rotterdam. Some guy drove us to Belgium. Yeah. To Belgium? Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I know that story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Two different countries. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It honestly, it was not as nice as it sounds. Wait. So, like, what uni were you getting away from? Um, Warwick. Okay. So, Warwick, you went to Belgium. Well, I'm confused. You chat from England to Belgium. No, no, no. Um, did I say Belgium? Yeah. You said no, you Rotterdam did, and then Rotterdam to, Amsterdam to Belgium. And then you had to hit track from Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, to Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then we got. Uh, no, how so can you chat from it? Yeah, yeah. University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you but ended then... up in Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, the full story. <laughs> no, no, we didn't win. No, the people that won, um, they had like emailed um, airline companies like months in advance asking for free tickets. Oh, that's. So they knew. And they got free tickets. Yeah. The that's thing is, you got to understand, and the thing is, wow. it's, it's one of the questions I wanted to ask. Ask you, yeah? yeah, because um, you you gotta understand like for four blonde girls, they can just go to an airport and get a flight. Of course, yeah. And Females, it's like, isn't it? The female like, free. Yeah, yeah. And it's like me and my boy Zach, yeah. Um, I I tried to persuade well, him I'm to confused. do. It. Hold on a minute. You said for free. You said yeah. Yeah. They went to an airport and they yeah, got a bro. flight for free. No, a flight. Yeah, a flight. I think How? they went to Germany. How did they, they get just asked. They said they just said please. <laughs> and this is the big question. So you got so you got us people paying for flights, and these girls yeah. going to the airport. For See, this is the thing. Like, this is wow. What, life is this deep. is why I wanted to ask you. Like, um, obviously, you did explain why, yeah. but I did want to ask you why you call yourself Black Man the Traveler. Yeah, because um, my friend, the friend that um, I went with, he was like, the only way he's going is if we call our team Two Black Guys versus the World. Okay. Because it's like it's obviously very two different black, for two black guys yeah, to do this versus like yeah. two two white girls in it. And like even the first um car that we got in, we were like we made a um comment something like, Yeah, we've been doing this for like four hours, however long we've been doing it, yeah, waiting to get picked up. And she was just like, Yeah, it's probably because you're two black guys. 
It's well, like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you never going to sugarcoat it. Um, wow. All right. So I know you're on the raw authentic yeah, um, thing with your content and stuff, yeah? But let's say you had the opportunity to, like, let's say Vice picks up one of your travels or something, yeah? Do you think that would affect how your journey is going to go to a certain degree? In what like, way? Um, let's Obviously, if it's going to be, like, a studio that's maybe, like, producing something... You'd like obviously they would have some input, but do you think having all that quality and stuff is gonna impact what you can do? Do you know like so the way, yeah. same way that you're going around Bahamas and yeah. just doing whatever you're doing, and you end up in someone else's like backyard? Yeah. Do you um, would that be something you'd want to do? But do you feel like that would compromise you as a person? I think I think the first thing I say if any company wants to work with me, I believe in two words, and that's equity and ownership. If I don't have equity and ownership in my masters. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to network with you. Okay. And if you're going to try to, because um, I used to do acting, not a lot of people know that. I used to go to drama school, the same one that John Biega went to called um, Identity Drama School. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Yeah, my sister. Though, Big up your sister, man. Uh, so basically, um, when I went there, they taught me a lot of stuff about equity and ownership. Don't get typecast. So if these big companies see me, because obviously when truly, they see all of us yeah. as a dollar sign. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch entertainment, I'm not being rude and I'm not racist. When you put on music, it's black people that's making the most noise. When you look at entertainment and fashion, it's us that's making the most noise. But it's the white man that has the money and they have the equity, that they have the equity and the ownership. We don't. So I'm saying. So when you look at hip hop and whatever, if you look at all the mega producers, all the all the rappers and the females singers, it's us. So I'm saying. So then when you look at travel content, it's mostly white people. So when they see like people like me or maybe if you guys are gonna travel, hold them in. How the heck are these guys doing it? Where are they from? No, but they're black. Do you know what I mean? Wow, we can actually make money off them because they're doing something that no white man's doing. You know what I mean? He's actually hitchhiking or he's going to the favelas in Brazil. The white man's doing it, but they got security or they're paying people off. I'm not doing that. So if they come in, if I don't have, if I don't own my master's equity and ownership, I'm not, I'm not interested. And I always want to keep my stuff raw, raw and authentic. Because when these big companies come, that's how they change you. Yeah. You just don't want to sell out, basically. Don't want to sell out and no money's worth more, you know what I mean? He's worth more than me. And at the end of the day, when you guys blow, because I believe you guys will blow, mm. you got to earn your, your masters. Mm. Because whatever price they put down on you guys, you guys are worth more than that. Yeah. Never accept the first deal. Mm. That's, I don't know, that's just what I believe in. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Appreciate that, man. No, I think, um, so going back to your, um, I think you asked if we uh, hitchhiked before. Yeah. Or would we do it? Obviously, yeah. Atty's already done it. Yeah. Big up um, you, man. You're, you're, you're brave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> country's a country. I've never done that. I would love to do that. Oh, yeah. 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 In this country, yeah. Um, yeah. Abroad, obviously, I know it'd take, it's a different experience. Like, like as you were saying, it took me like four hours to get a cab in it. So it just depends on, I think my, my experience at that time in it, like, if, let's say I'm trying to save money, then, yeah, I think when we were, when we were in Dam that time, yeah, Obviously, there's transport everywhere in it, but yeah. we were in a bad situation. And if things, to, if it went, if it, yeah, if it went left, you would have to hundred yeah, percent. So you guys would definitely hitchhike. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. So if I say so, because I'm leaving in a couple of months, if I like cool guys, yeah, if I do like a, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, doing like a hitchhiking challenge, and then the winners might get maybe five bills, four bills. You got to hitchhike all over London, but you got to get to certain spots or another spot. Would you? Would you guys ever do that? What London? Yeah, no, not, not in London. No. What? <laughs> Why? 
because uh, you know what it is. I feel like part of the reason none of us have hitchhiked is because London isn't really the place you do like me personally. But you can hitchhike in London. Say again. You can hitchhike in London. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, pretty... can you though? Really? Yeah. yeah I, I've hitchhiked in this country about two about three months ago. Did you do it in London? I, I started from Colchester all the way to Newcastle. It took me one week. No, but London though. I can do it in London. Because it's so much, there's so much transport. They're looking at you like, why do you, why do you want to get in my car? But I mean, I think it just depends where you decide to hitchhike. Yeah, but I think what, what zone are we talking? Anywhere in London. Oh, let's have an example. If I, zone six, all right, if I say, all right, if I say, yeah. if I say, yeah, all right, you start off at Stratford, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you, you're gonna have to hitchhike from Stratford all the way to maybe Bow Church. So you could stop on the high road and just stick out the farm and be like, look, I'm trying to get to blah blah blah. You could do that in one ride though. There yeah, you but, go. Yeah, but that's if the person something? will let you. Cause remember, the hitchhiker might say, "Oh yeah, get out here." Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not your way there. I need, to, I need to go down here. I like the sound of the challenge, personally. But of course, I'm just saying you can do. You start off at London, mm. maybe Stratford, but then the end point maybe might be Central London. So you got to come off at Bowden from Bow. You got to get to I don't know maybe Whitechapel, and then from Whitechapel you got to get to maybe I don't know. Marble Arch or something and then the winners can get this and then in each stop you gotta make a video like I'm here with blah 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 this is my man you know what I mean it's just something special because I actually hitched out three months ago from Colchester to uh, Newcastle I did cheat I did take a train because we did get stuck um, from Ipswich or something like that so I had this thought because I wanted to try to hitchhike around the UK because no one does it in the UK Hitchhiking was a big thing back in the days in the 60s and 70s. A lot of people told me that. So there's this random Indian guy who must have hit me up on Instagram. He's like, yo, bro, I want to be part of your journey. I'm like, all right, if you want to come, come. But just know that it's going to be, it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be different. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, bro. Are get, you okay doing that with like a random person? I don't like, care, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's yeah. in someone's house. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so, care. You know. So I've done it with him. It's on YouTube and on my Instagram. I'll show you guys the yeah, thing. I after. think I saw that video. Yeah, actually. and then um, what happened is basically, then the guy must have made a comment. So he sorted out accommodation in, in certain cities and he used a platform called Couchsurfing. I, I've never used that before. So Couchsurfing is that like you don't pay, well, you pay membership. It's like £10 a month or something like that. And you sleep in random people's uh, spare couches or beds. Okay. And after you leave the next day. So he must have done that. But I use the same platform, but I use homestays. So I stay with families in different countries, mm-hmm. which is more secure and you get to understand the culture. So this guy, <laughs> this guy must have, um, you good? Yeah. <laughs> I said, and then this guy must have booked a, a random accommodation with a weird family in Norwich. So when you say weird, like so what were you saying? But this family was weird. Have you seen this one? I, I saw like some. I saw you two like waking up. Did you have to share the bed? Yeah. I've got a work call afterwards. Yeah. 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 Bro, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, so we've got this house. These lot were very weird. Um, the man was very touchy, touchy, and I was like, oh, "Bro, you're one of those ones." I was like, oh, "I was like, mate, I'm aware." And then the feet, then the wife came, and she was like, "Oh, you're very handsome." I said, "Thank you very much." I didn't want to compliment her because the husband's there, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, have you ever been to this uh, event in America?" I'm like, "No, what is it?" And they're talking about some nudity, sex, swingers thing. I was about to say, "Are you not scared that they bro, might take you as like?" Uh, did you see the way the guy was looking in the video? Um, have no, you seen him? I got to the point where you lot are waking up. And then this woman started calling me. I think he's even like, oh, why are you speaking so nice to her? Because I was in Discord, but I didn't even know I was in the chat. So he yeah. heard me. I've heard him talk through the mic. So yeah. I'm going to talk through the mic. And two people can hear me, but yeah. I'm combos. So I've had to mute him. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah, I didn't know I was still chatting to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. it on. Yeah. And then so I didn't, oh, I stopped and then we had to... Yeah, so basically what happened is, so the guy, so basically what happened is the guy is, um, 
the guy's all touching me and the partner's touching me and then she's asking me about weird questions and I'm like, nah, I don't. What about the other brother? Bob, the other brother was scared. <laughs> like, cause he's a random Indian guy that I met on Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's, his English is okay, but he's not understanding what's happening. So I'm, I'm texting him on my, on my phone. Yeah, so I'm texting him on my phone on, on what, I'm like, I'm texting him on WhatsApp. I'm like, bro, these lot are swingers. He said, what is slingers? I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm like, bro, you know, and then the guy was like, you have, to, I think that's when you saw the part. I was like, oh, the guy's like, oh yeah, you got to share a bed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like oh. so behind the scene, I said to the Indian guy, look, guy, bro, I'm not gay. Uh, you, you, you turn around, you sleep that way. I sleep this way. Just, I know the legs are gonna touch because the beds are that bed's very small. Just don't do nothing funny. He said, okay. I said, brother, literally, please, innit? it. And obviously, uh, we're talking. I Facetime my partner. She's just laughing. She's like, oh, you're, 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 you're crazy. And then um, the lady starts talking about sex stuff, and then he, the convo starts getting a bit weird. So I've switched the conversation I said look guys just check out just check out my YouTube channel the Indian guy had done this because he wanted to start his Indian his Indian own uh, travel YouTube channel whatever so he was using this as a as a chance to travel around the UK with a with a, with a random person but yeah um, when we stayed in that house it was very weird we left at like 7 in the morning but I was so happy to leave it was it was it was a very weird yeah, experience that I had in England something like some get out sex yeah bro it was, it was, I'm telling you if you guys had that experience it was weird because, and the guy was very he was touching a lot doing all this it's, it's, yeah it sounded like the guy was the one trying to initiate mate it, it was yeah well, that tells you because I could I could go left you can just start getting vexed you can just yeah, be like, yeah, like, yeah. like but don't at, touch me you know what I'm saying at the same time um, I'm filming you gotta keep professional and I have to network so yeah man we actually hitched back around the UK and we made it to Newcastle within a week and we met some some crazy people. We did encounter some racism on the way to Newcastle. I remember in Durham, I remember in Darlington, people telling him to fuck off, you pa- you packy, da 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 Yeah, man, it was... The more north you go, the more racist it gets. Yeah, you know what I mean? But obviously, I defended him, not by fighting, but through verbal words, I was insulting other people. And I, I tried to explain to them, you can't call someone a packy. You can't call someone a Indian curry or whatever, because what has he done to you? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But obviously, people up there, like I always said, no one is born racist. Mm. You're mm. only going to be racist by your peer group. Yeah, what you take in. What you take in. So, yeah. Mm. Have you guys ever encountered any racism in, in the UK? Mm. Or if not abroad? Abroad? Where have I been? You know what it is? Yeah, people say Italy and stuff is mad racist. When I'm with him, it was calm, but we again like touristy, innit? Yeah. So, nah, every time I've gone to Italy, I've never experienced racism <clears throat> as such. But you know, like when it's racial racial remarks, so, like when I was younger, they'll be like, "Oh, oh Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho," and you're like, "What?" Some where? where, where, where when I'm in Italy, they're like, "Oh, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho." Ronaldinho. I'm like, it's a bit racist. It's a bit, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you're not saying yeah, something yeah. mad, innit? Because that to me is like Ronaldinho is a legend. I don't care, innit? Yeah, but. It's still like, rah, like, well, because I'm black. Yeah. What about the police? Have the police ever, like... Nah, like, any time I've gone, I've been with, like, my mum, my sisters. Yeah. So I feel like... I don't want to say, like, when you travel with women of colour, it's different than if it's just black man mm. going on holiday, innit? Because I mm. feel like, in a weird way, they sexualise women of colour, innit? Yeah. In most countries, innit? So they're just happy to see black women because they fetishise them, innit? That's no, right. So it's just one of those ones there where I feel like they're just, like, they're not really going to bother me, innit? Mm. You know? What about you? Have you guys ever experienced discrimination abroad or in this country? Um, not really, to be honest. 
In this country, no. Um, not direct. But I think the closest thing to like um, discrimination is obviously like trying to get into certain clubs. Oh, yeah, but definitely. And that was like, I was quite young. I think like, well, not young, but like 18, in it. So that was like a wake up. Like, like, okay, like, obviously going from school to college and then outside is different from them areas, isn't it? Mm. So, but yeah, nothing direct, you know. It's It's been, I think it's just because we're around the East, isn't it? Mm. I feel like when there is racism, you don't realise it until afterwards. Yeah, mm. that's like, nothing. It's as always well. like a remark, but then you're like, hang on. Yeah. Like, it's never like, oh, yeah, yeah. you nigger. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always just like, oh, yeah, you'll probably do that because of this. Yeah, yeah. You're like, Wait, what did they just say? Like, yeah, yeah. You, know I mean? like, it, you, you start to realise after. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the subtle stuff, the, yeah. the underlying tones and what they're saying. Other than that, like, abroad, it's just like, it's the touching person when you're in a tourist area. Oh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, oh, guys, come by <laughs> yeah. my, by my, yeah. this, my dad, and I'll call you whatever to try to sweeten you up. But, mm. um, I think in Spain, when we're going into the shops, there's the looks and that, or people are, are like, a bit surprised. But other than nothing, like, outward or nothing in it because mm. they know you're a tourist when you're in touristy areas they know you've got money they don't want to mm. upset you like that mm. oh. the only thing i've got um it was when i went to greece uh santorini was that when i used to walk around the restaurants i didn't want to pull you in but then they'll start speaking french to me i'm like <laughs> there must get very french people that go in like, bro must be in it but i'm like I, I speak straight away and they're like oh no england like, okay come in come in but straight away it's french and yeah. i don't I don't know. <laughs> Big up the French people, they're crazy, man. Maybe they might think they're from the Congo or something. Yeah. Sissoko in them, man, isn't it? <laughs> Cote d'Ivoire. It was somewhere, somewhere <laughs> around there. West Africans. Um, I want you guys a question. What made you guys want to start a podcast? Well, like, it was... When? Like, 2019? Mm. Mm. No, yeah. no, it was earlier than that. 2018? What was it? Yeah, it was, like... Honestly, we, we like... There was like a year between us deciding to do it and... And doing it. Yeah. I think, you know what it is? I feel like everyone is kind of a bit egotistical in, it, in like their friendship groups, isn't it? Mm. So you know when you're there with your boys and you're just having bants and you're having fun conversation and the vibes is flowing, isn't it? It's a thing where it's like, oh, these kind of memories. Like, or it's like, we should record this. Or imagine if this was like something other than us, just like our experience, isn't it? Mm. So I think then obviously when, when you start seeing like the podcast scene popping... And it's a thing where it was kind of like a gold rush because so many people have done this kind of thing, innit? Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, we could be them, we could be this, we could do yeah. that. And it's like, we're all friends, we're all authentic. It's like something we could all still do together. Mm. Like in school, you'd all still you kick ball and this and the other. When you get older, everyone falls out of certain yeah. kind of things. This is like that bonding that is that's still that thing that keeps us together as a group from what we've known each other since year seven. Wow. Now we're Big up you, man, man. And what's your, um, what's the end goal for you guys? Like, what do you guys want to achieve within this podcast industry? Sorry about the questions, but I'd like to ask. Nah, it's bit. cool. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, um, I'd say from, I'll go from, like, when we first started to now. Yeah. I think looking back on what we've done, I think we can all agree on the content that we've actually provided in terms of, like, we've got, like, it's worth our experiences. Um, people around us we've had like funny content serious content we've had contents like for example we had um, Ezekiel speaking about um, photography and then we've got yourself and we've got we've got a friend called Grace she's a model so like loads of different topics and yeah. we've touched on like yeah touched on many different topics and I feel like from the start to the finish or like to where we are now we've provided the content I feel like we wanted to push out 
we want to we want to learn about different experiences and also show that to other people. But also Showcase, yeah. Give them us who we are and our perspective on things where we come from and what we do. Um, and I think, other than just this, I do feel like we don't kind of want to be like shoehorned. We do want to kind of like do other things as well. Mm. So and I, I think that is that is the highlight of what the world is becoming. People aren't just stuck to being, I don't know, actors or musicians, yeah. like, you can kind of be whatever or whoever you want to be, yeah. as long as you, like, do it, essentially. And I think the name Blue Ticks as well, that will, wherever we end up, that will always be, like, us, our thing. So if we do something else, the first thing we're going to think of is, ah, we need a name for this. Oh, Blue Ticks. Blue Ticks. That's a catchy name. Blue Ticks. That's our thing now. That's, yeah. I hope, hopefully you guys and I think you guys should be successful just just, just, just keep going man you know what I mean just about keep going life is not always going to be sweet bro <laughs> there's ups and downs in life but you get, just be consistent <coughs> and just um, try to network with as many um, I wouldn't say podcast people but like I would say young entrepreneurs because all of us are young entrepreneurs we've got the mindset of, a, of an entrepreneur but we don't have the financial needs so as long as you guys work with people that's, that's in the same energy as you and you grow together individually and together, you guys don't know where you guys can be this time next year. I'm telling you, I always say that to people. I think like if you, if you keep going, even through your ups and downs, just be consistent and then you don't know what can happen. It just takes that one viral content that you guys have can boom. That's what I'm saying. And that's how life rolls these days, so. That's real, man. Um, all right, one more question. Yeah, bro. Uh, um, dead or alive, Yeah. but not Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You could travel with anyone. Vegan, like dead or alive, like, yeah, but, but you want like a crazy wild experience. Obviously, I know Nipsey Hustle is yeah. the guy you look up to, so yeah. I, but I want to rule him out because I feel like I love Nipsey Hustle as well. I feel like yeah. it would be a mad experience, but let's say someone else dead or alive. Wow, yeah. and you think that would be that who's alive right now? Yeah, that would, that would inspire me. You see me, I don't really watch um TV, you know, mm. I hate this Love Island no, boost. No, no, that's it's not even got to be a famous person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about it, like, time like, someone else hates Love Island. <laughs> I hate it. So, what yeah. do you hate about it, though? Because well, I feel like someone's so open, why do you hate it so much? I don't watch TV, bro. Okay. So I don't watch, the reason why I don't watch TV because it brainwashes people. Mm. And when you got stuff like Love Island and Big Brother now, what am I learning from that? <laughs> Apart from <laughs> fake relationships mm. and, you know what I mean? That like, everyone's on Instagram, Love Island, Love Island. Mm. Like, not be rude when you, you see when you watch Love Island yeah, yeah. and you watch a two hour documentary on Netflix yeah. see even that time you're using yeah you can use that time to build blue tick you yeah. know what I'm saying so right now what we're doing right now we're growing like we're networking so after this we're going to exchange like social media networks yeah. but just imagine like if we didn't do this today I'm just saying maybe you might be watching Love Island you might watch a TV uh, series thing you, you might watch a film yeah. but you're not using your time productive that's why I don't respect those shows that's not going to empower you. They're yeah, just brainwashing yeah. you, bro. Single people, half of them are not even single anyway. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them just want to make money. But yeah, I've, I've, it's I've a quick come up. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, but to come, to answer your question, dead or alive, dead person will be Nipsey. Um, a live person right now, who's funny that I find funny? Um, Wait, was this to go dinner with? No, no, no. no. Just travel. Like, travel, travel yeah. You know what? I would say that Somalian guy, the English guy, uh, Chunk. Yeah, he's a bit. He seems a bit interesting. Yeah, I think I might well, that, travel I with him. I, I want to see what Chunks is like to go to Somalia, like on a proper Somalian girl. I, I, yeah, I'll go with Chunks, 
And I'll probably go with um, I'll go with Wiley because she's mad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nah. All right. Wiley, that's a good shout. Yeah. Wiley, because <laughs> Wiley looks like he just like he just don't care. And you know what? The third person, it's, it's gonna sound very weird, yeah, but I'll say ZZ Mills. Okay. Only because yeah. I think ZZ, yeah, I think in camera she's uh she's got this persona. Because yeah. she, she, she's easy, but I think behind the cameras, I think she's, I think she's a different person. So I, I'd love to go somewhere like Spanish Town, somewhere like in the ghetto side of Jamaica or Caribbean, and see how ZZ is gonna react. Okay. Yeah, I think ZZ will be interesting. That would be interesting. I could see, I could see a black man of travel interview with ZZ. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. 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 You yeah. think you can handle it? I will tell you one thing. You see, see ZZ. Yeah, I've got a lot of questions for her. Don't worry about ZZ. <laughs> 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 I've got a lot. But I, yeah, I've got a lot of questions for Zizi. I want to ask her, why does she put down a lot of uh, male, male, male people? Mm. I don't want to be rude. I think some of the interviews, she puts a lot of negative stigma amongst us brothers. Mm. So that's one of the main questions I want to ask her. But I think an uh, interview with Zizi, I'm going to keep it real and authentic. If that happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. So, yeah. No, I could, I could see that. I could see you even on um, the Half Cast podcast. I, I could see yeah. you on... A lot, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So, but you yeah, know, you and Chunks in Somalia. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> bro, Actually, yeah. Chunks, if you're watching this, bro, let's go Somalia, bro. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not scared. I'll go, bro. Forget about Al Shabab. We can even buck up with them guys over there. I'll, I'll go, Yeah, man, we go. I'll go, I'll go Somalia. Um, I'm going to ask you guys one question. Mm. What's your visions? My visions? Yeah. So if that's a deep question, but I don't no, know. It's not. What's your visions? Like, what's your visions? Um, to answer honestly, um, like I have specific plans, but I don't really have a. <clears throat> I try not to hold on to a vision like that. Do you get me? Because um, the pieces are always flowing. Yeah. And once it like comes that. together, I know when it's there. Yeah. And then we move on in that. So I mean, it's a very broad question. Yeah. Do you want to? Would like what do you mean specifically? Alright, what's your vision in terms of let's say blue tick in general then? Blue what's ticks. Your, yeah, blue ticks. Um Yeah, I mean just keep just keep getting better. Like I feel like like Alex said, like we have um we had an idea to put out a certain kind of content and we've done that. And the more we do that, the better we get at it. And obviously like it's a grind and whatever whatever but mm. the better we get at it the more um successful it will be yeah I agree. sometimes but like hopefully in it and like that's my <laughs> i think for example we do well for i for me myself is looking at examples like yourself like networking you do it very well mm. and and i think it's based on fact you have like no fear like no like you don't care what people say in it yeah so that helps you so much in your content as well so it's just that fast as well yeah that help us bring us up yeah um <clears throat> i think one thing that even that today i think if you've inspired anything just for us in general is probably take more risks and put ourselves more out there yeah. um i do feel like yeah there's plenty of room to grow and i do feel like some of these questions you have asked actually if anything it's challenged us to kind of maybe i don't know rethink Mm. like where we need to go and what we need to do as well mm. um, I think you're the first guest we've had on in a while actually because mm. um, what was this this is episode 55 mm-hmm. last Ooh. guest was what bloody hell Mo and the man was he really was it not Mo and the man last guest Mo and, yeah. Mo and Fager yeah, 55, 55 episodes yeah. 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 you guys you guys are getting in bro. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we've spoke about things like love, heartbreak, fashion, wow, art, this music, yeah. like we do, we love it all, innit? So yeah, man, I think yeah, put ourselves out there more. I think that's what I want for the future, um, and I think with how we are in general, anything we even did individually, we'd still try to incorporate each other's minds in it mm. where we can support so i think it's yeah man it's team building man no man i think i think you guys are going to be successful because you just said 55 episodes and, and what you, someone said two years two and a half two, two years, years. Right. we done the birthday wow like man that's an achievement because i think I, I was on one podcast and, so, and one guy said to me a lot of podcast people they they give up when they reached when, when they get to 22 episodes or a, a, a like yeah, when they get to a certain amount, but because you guys have been consistent, even if it was the consistent, but even if you've been consistent within two years, mm-hmm. it shows you guys are taking it seriously. And you guys are risk takers because you're you're coming out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You're bringing in people that's not a regular guest. You're bringing in people that's gonna bring something new to the table. So yeah. I respect what you guys are doing, man. That was initially my biggest um, uh, fear when doing it. In general, yeah, yeah. Everyone here, I think I was the most apprehensive. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> No, about being on, oh, just about point. putting ourselves out there. Like yeah, that. yeah. No, I'll do it, man. Yeah. Do it, man. Um, I'm just going to say something quickly. Um, yeah. I'm working on two things, actually, um, next year. So, basically, I'm leaving the country um, in December, November, and I'm going to be going to um, Argentina to see my partner because she's there. She's meant to come here, but obviously the pandemic and Boris Johnson and Pretty Patel messing around with immigration things. <laughs> Stupid people, man. But anyway, um, yeah, Pretty Patel, I swear down. But um, yeah, man, I, I can't stand that lady. But every time I see her, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So I'm getting... Um, I'm horrible, getting pe- horrible piece of work. Oh, bro, I can't. <laughs> I swear down. Like, no. If I had the chance, yeah, to, to do an interview... Actually, if I had the chance to do an interview, I'd love to do one with her because i got a lot of questions for that lady. She would dodge. Uh, yeah, she bit, yeah, she probably will. But yeah, so basically, I'm going to South America. I'm going to film in Argentina. I'm going to go back there. But I'm going to film in the favelas in Buenos Aires. Um, I'm going to choose to go there, risk or no risk. I've networked with some people online, so I'm going to go there for maybe one day, film in the favela in Argentina to show people what it's like to go to Argentina, to show people the good, the bad side. I'm going to try to go back to Brazil because I've been to Brazil before as well. I'm networking with some people that do um, favela tours as well. So I'm going to go to one or two favelas and I want to film in a favela to show people what's like to go to favela and also to to open people's mindsets of how people live in a favela because I think a lot of people, when they think favela, they think gang, whatever, man, there's more to life like that. So I've got two things to do that in South America and then I was networking with one guy before I was coming here. I don't know if you saw, but there's a guy called Hood Vlogs. I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, yeah, so, so big up Hood Vlogs. So basically Hood Vlogs is a guy that travels around the United States of America and he goes to the most dangerous neighbourhoods in America. So this guy goes, so basically he'll go to um, the Rolling Sixties neighbourhoods where Nipsey's hunt. Mm-hmm. He'll go to um, Bronx, East Harlem, Central Harlem. He'll go to Watts. Yeah. So basically um, I'm networking with this guy and um, we're going to be doing a collab. So Blackman the Traveller and Hood Vlogs together and he's going to take me to certain dangerous neighbourhoods in America and I want to film people of how they live, you know, um, about their culture, their background. So that's another thing I'm working on. This might be a long shot. Yeah, yeah. Because you like doing something like that. I yeah, yeah. You check out uh, Vlandis on YouTube. Who? 
Vlandis. I'll show you his page. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a photographer. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like in the sticks. Man, like when he's shooting them, he's they've got their guns and stuff like that, but they're not shooting nothing crazy. But he's like showing their lifestyle, what they do. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that man. That's that's more. You'll love his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man. Vilandis, yeah? yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check him out. One more thing, I am, and after that, I will go to India for half a year for next year. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend five, six months in India. Um, the reason why, because there's an African tribe called the Sahidis. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. So they're originally from um, East Africa, and during the slavery, they they moved over there. And I'm gonna go stay in their village for um, two, three days, and I'm gonna show people how people like us live there in our part of the world. And when I go to India, I'm going to go to the north of India near the Himalayas, spend with a tribe called the Balana tribe. And they are the biggest marijuana producers mm-hmm. in that part of the world. So I'm going to smoke some weed with them and I'm going to do some, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do some filming with them. And when I'm in India, I'm going to be based there for five or six months, but I will be going to Pakistan as well for two weeks because the African tribe, they live in Pakistan as well. And I want to go to Bangladesh. So hopefully that will be um, the breakthrough of Black Man the Traveller. And then if I do become successful, I would love for the people that I've networked with so we can all enjoy it together and probably might do something when I come back. So those are the That's things. Serious yeah. Plan, yeah, yeah, bro. That's a, how are you yeah. feel like, can you, cause they're tribes, aren't they? Do you still have to get like initiated and stuff? Um, so to get into basically, to see this African tribe, I have to contact certain people out there because you can't just, it's like me just rocking up like in Afghanistan and, and the Taliban are there. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah, like, bro, like, you either got money or no? So when I go to these tribes, for example, like when I go to tribe in India, I need to reach out to certain people. So I've contacted certain people on Instagram that do travel content. And I've contacted um, certain Indian travel bloggers as well that have gave me the green light. So when I go to, for example, I'm going to Mumbai and I'm going to go to the biggest slum in Mumbai where Slum Dog Millionaire was filmed. So I can't just rock up there. So obviously I've contacted with certain travel bloggers and tour guys, look, I'll pay you this amount of money if you can get me in. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, don't, I don't have to leave with you, but just get me in and I can yeah. find my way out. So we've negotiated some prices and yeah, so I'm going to be spending one night in the slum. I'm going to sleep over there in some random person's house mm-hmm. and I'm going to document that to show people what's that to live there. But yeah, you have to negotiate with certain people mm-hmm. to go to certain things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob, hopefully man hopefully man just just yeah man I've got um, oh, one more I'm not sure if there's um, I'm not sure what we've got left on the notes but you've mentioned obviously you travel a lot of places yeah, yeah. based on that like, culture and yeah. um, showing people what it's really like here would you travel somewhere based on like ghost stories what do you mean elaborate like, are you that type? Of, okay, because you don't have any fear in it. No, no. So let's say oh, I've got fears. But I, I'm not I, 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 I hear that. Obviously, 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 I hear that. I hear that. But let's I've, got, say, I've, got, I've got certain fears. Okay. When it comes to traveling, I've got no fears. Okay, yeah, so yeah. let's say someone told you about some place in like a witch um, doctor, and they say so. Sweden. Oh, there's one house in Sweden that's been reported like bear fuckery's going on with like horror stories. Would you go there? Or is that nah? I'll go there because I've been. I'll go there because I want to see what it's like. But yeah. if I'm going to get cast a spell on or something, then yeah, I'm... So you wouldn't buckle which doctor? In Sweden or in Africa? No, in Africa, yeah. I w- would I buckle? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I would have to talk to my mum. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, mum, like, is it? Because like, she's, she's yeah, proper, serious, she's yeah, proper yeah. af. And I, yeah. I would have to talk to her. But I believe in... Um, I do believe in that type of stuff, like yeah, black yeah, magic and that. Yeah. But if I was to buck a witch doctor, I, I don't know, bro. 
I wouldn't drink next person's blood or yeah, course, I don't know what they do do some witch rituals I don't know about that man I'm a bit now that will be a bit yeah that's, that's I was thinking that's over I the limit yeah. most black people when it's witch doctors they're like nah nah nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's like, yeah. obviously no. Nah, but let's say like there's a lot of places in America as well. Holding houses, Holden houses. Kind of would you go to them places? Nah, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Because New Orleans was a big one. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, man. Okay. I'm more. Okay. That is so that is spirit, spiritual stuff. You're like nah. Nah, you know it is. That is that is that's still raw and authentic. But man, that's like life or death situations yeah, over there. Because imagine if I go there. For, let's say for example, if I go like if I go to my mom's country in Uganda mm-hmm. or my father's country in Tanzania or wherever. And I go to a random village in Uganda and then there's a witch doctor there and they're telling me to drink some next stuff, eat some next stuff and then they cast a spell and then the next day... I'm a frog, or like, or like, I can't pierce, or maybe more, like, like, I don't know, or like, or like, or like, or like I can't drink water. Yeah, That's down to my fault. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It will be sick for you guys, for the viewers. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, black man, the travelers are mad, man. He, he went Africa to a witch doctor. You know what I mean? I mean, that will generate income and views, but that's not what I'm about, man. Yeah. And yeah. I've, yeah. now that's risky. Would you do that, actually? No. Could you ask that question? Would you? Because no, but. No, because I'm. If I start, I'm beginners. I'm getting me. I'm what European countries. You've already done that. You're everywhere. So this is like the that's the expert level. Do you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't go to a rich doctor. But, uh, but would you do? Would you do that? Would you go to a random village in in the Caribbean? Let's say Haiti, because I think Haiti is known for that type mm-hmm. of stuff as well. Would you go to Haiti? Nah, cause I don't do ghosts, man. What about you? No, I don't fuck with that shit, man. Spiritual warfare is different. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual warfare. Yeah, we can have a physical fight, but it's a spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with life. Bro. Life is serious, bro. Don't play with life, man. But no, I wouldn't, bro. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else anyone wants to touch on? No. No, not everything. Yeah, I think we touched everything. Off the clothes. Any um, announcements? No. Oh uh, yeah, no. I come to my show tomorrow when it drops. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it'll be tomorrow when this comes up. Yeah. 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 Ah. Mm, mm, mm. Think about it. No, no, no. It's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's next not. week. It's, it's next week. Thursday. Right, so next oh, the sixteenth. Next Thursday on the sixteenth of September, Atu is performing. Space, Space Two is performing. Where are you performing, bro? Um, it's at Next Door Records in I think it's Shepherd's Bush. Um, okay. you, have to, you have to, you know, just go onto my profile, Space Two. You already know me in that. <laughs> Come on. Tickets. The new music. Did we don't talk about that? Bro. Yeah. Why well, are you going to yeah. perform any new music? Come then? on, man. Um, are we going to get any snippets? Yeah, it's going to be mostly new music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm not. Yeah. I'm not here for the old stuff still. Ooh. Plus my laptop broke, so I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> too much information. <laughs> now, big up yourself, man. Big up yourself, man. Keep doing your thing. Pops, anything nah, in the um, I had some good brainstorming this morning, but because of what it is, I can't really... I'm going to embargo it because it's, it's, there's time on that. There's time on that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I'll tell you, man, in a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't. Kenji, Kenji. Well, uh, just made a new post on my It's Kenji's World account, so... Just filmed a video of Lorraine. She was on the podcast. Um, I don't know. What a while ago. Oh, a long while ago. Yeah, so she recently directed something. I helped film in. So um, go check it out. It's in the artist's bio. I think her name is Lila Yin or Lila Ying. The song's called Frank. Just check it out. Yeah. And if you can't find it through go that, to Kenji's if world. you go to Kenji's World, you go to my website, click on music videos, 
it should be the first one at the top. Yes. Jeez, well, big up Kenji, big up Lane on that one. Big growth yeah. from when she was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Big them up. Yes. I'm here, man. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any announcements? Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll just, um, you know, big up my boy Raids in it. Um, big up Raids. Um, he's an up and coming rapper from Forest Gate in Newham. I would always want to big up the people that's been there for me. So big up Raids. And um, I just want to say everyone that's doing something positive from Newham, from, from Wolfham Forest, from Hackney, you know what I mean? From Tower Hamlets, from East London, just network together and just, you know, forget the gang culture because there's, there's, there's life more to than just banging on your block. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, a lot of men have never left London. A lot of men have never left Europe. So come out of your comfort zone. You come out of your comfort zone. You All you guys are coming out of your comfort zone. You're all doing certain stuff. There's more to life than, than gang banging. Just focus on yourself. Forget about the olders that are still there and just do what you got to do. That's it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, Amir, for coming down. Thank you. I think you've um, definitely opened up our eyes and you know made us think yeah. of where we're going, man. Which I appreciate it. You know, I feel that's the first guest that's really made us like, think. Apart yeah. from like Rashad was, you know, good. But no, definitely, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for actually letting me come on, and I wish you guys success, bro. Keep doing what you're doing, and that's it. Do you want to set the self timer? Let's get some pics. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can. You got some.